Financial support for the products of the Ride On Network comes from Bo's Restaurant, located at 2304 Thomas Drive in beautiful Panama City Beach, Florida. Bo's is open Monday to Friday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. and offers some of the best food in the Florida panhandle. Different daily specials every day of the week with fresh sides, which creates a unique experience every time you return to Bo's. For takeout orders, catering, or any other questions, contact them today at 850-775-1828. Also, from our friends at KL Skaggs Heating and Air, LLC. Summer is here, and as we know, these Florida summers are brutal. If you have any HVAC needs, HVAC is the actual word for that, repairs or questions, you should contact the company that is locally owned, locally operated, and offers above and beyond service day or night. And that company is KL Skaggs Heating and Air. Call them at 850-238-5414. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to Right on Squared Circle. I am your host, Danny G, and I got my two boys back in the studio together, back from another freaking PTO day that he's going to be losing by the end of the year. We got Kyle, right? Oh, man, it feels good to be back. I love being here in the studio, and I think I speak for everybody when I say, finally, I'm back. (laughs) Feels good to be here, and I'm out next week, so that's good. Don't say he's out next week. Wait, well, are you actually out next week? Okay, so that's actually up in the air right now because uh, as of uh, about 12 hours ago, I figured out that I have to do my own fucking editing and stuff now. So I don't think I'm going to be able to miss next Thursday. So we'll see. It's up in the air. Coin toss. I got actually a 200 right, well, pesos anyone, coin in front of me. If anybody has some good HR resources on a hand, how to handle the situation, just please let us know. Please but I have it. a loyal worker, a hard worker. <laughs> Which okay. WWE is lacking Lost me after loyal. <laughs> Which WWE and other companies are lacking. We got Scott Hollinsworth. Ooh. Yeah, that's right. AW's lacking it too, fucker. Um, he said other companies, but I know, he, had, he, to make, he, he had to make sure. I said other he, he, named, he name dropped WWE. I'm just name dropping his favorite too. That's okay. That's all. Oh you're, man, you're my favorite. Also, Scott. I didn't name drop you. Also. <laughs> I like. I appreciate that you said PTO for Kyle. I don't think he's got paid for a single bit of it. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, what is PTO? Can you can you help me with that? He got TO. Yeah, TO. Um, up, we'll, we'll, call it, we'll call it. We'll call it a UPTO. UPTO. That doesn't sound good. All right. Well, this week's episode is going to be just what is wrong with just wrestling in this day and age versus you know. God what we experienced growing up man it's uh i've never been so out of tune with any wrestling product and i can't watch anything right now you know i don't i don't get excited for anything like raw smackdown aew or anything or anything like that i really do not get excited i just kind of watch it as like okay who just puts on the better show i'm not like oh my god it's wednesday night you know it's aew or monday night raw like like i was back in the day monday night raw was like ooh, nine o'clock no one bothering me i'm in front of the tv Exactly. Yep. I don't catch myself like running to the TV, no. like making sure that I'm going to catch the intro to Raw. And it's just it's I don't know what it is right now, man. I mean, we're going to go a lot more into this, but I feel deep down myself that the best storyline in wrestling was the Roman Reigns storyline on SmackDown and probably the only good storyline in wrestling. And then, boom, Jimmy Uso DUI oh that just completely shatters that whole storyline and now what do we have i mean at least he blew a 205 so you know he plugged the he plugged the company somehow oh, jesus oh my God. <laughs> i'm sorry let's, just, let's let's honestly just say like like but like all jokes aside and everything that he just he really needs professional help yes oh, 100 like, he, really, he needs to he needs to like take like six months off just clean himself up you know just you know do something man like because you're so freaking talented, and I hate I hate seeing it. even like in regular sports. I hate seeing people who are so talented that just don't either a try hard or b they just they screw up the opportunity. And that's what he's doing. He is on the marquee WWE, even marquee obviously marquee wrestling. I agree with you, Kyle. Marquee wrestling storyline messes it up. Yeah, I mean that that shatters the whole. Sorry, Scott, but that shatters the whole storyline because that's what this thing's been built around. Like 
it, it like they did Jay for a while. Now Jay's taking a little time off to where Jimmy's kind of starting to to be that guy for Roman to where eventually, you know, eventually this is going to end with the Usos being the SmackDown Tag Team Champions and being behind Roman as the Universal Champ. But are oh my God, that just threw the whole thing off, and now the, the one storyline in wrestling that was um that was actually pulling us in or pulling me in at least and i think you guys agree scott we talk about this all the time but it was pulling me in as well and it's just it doesn't it's not there now i just don't know what like where do we go from here because i don't like you said it's the biggest story yeah it's the biggest story in like (laughs) wrestling right now it's the biggest you know storyline so it's like we you know they have to punish they have to punish jimmy so somehow but it's like, how do you do it? Because you can't just drop the storyline, obviously, because it that would just kill the product. You know, you're you're red hot right now, and yeah, it sucks that just personal demons get in the way and ruin a lot of things. And it doesn't help that it's not his first time doing this either. Right. So it's like, where do you go from here? How do you punish them? It's 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 rough. <laughs> so I want to kind of you put him in the back of the line. So I want to kind of get off that topic because I know that's really um really a sensitive subject. And you know, the Usos are very close. They live in Pensacola, they're very close to this local area down here. So it's uh, you know, I don't want to upset anybody by talking about that for too long, but it it's just it's upsetting. But I want to ask you guys, and I'll start with you, Dan. Um, when when did these woes really start for wrestling? Jesus Christ, man. I don't <laughs> I mean, we know Monday Night Raw has been pretty garbage oh, for, God. for a I would while. Say... I would say, I would say definitely, of course, the pandemic ruined it. That that's just a given, you know. No fans, no no interaction, no nothing. You know, you're basically just telling these guys to go out there and you know do what you do. But you got to act in front of nobody. Nobody screens. And yeah, I I really think I start. I think Raw started taking a dwindle around 2008. I noticed the product started kind of like dwindling but not like too much where like i was still kind of like like to watch it but it wasn't at its peak obviously obviously monday night war was the best era of wrestling ever will never be matched right but like i would say around 08 you started seeing the product go down and down and down and down to eventually where like they're just getting cooked up online and i would say you know around 2017 is when i was just like this is it i'm not doing it i'll I'll spot i'll spot watch maybe during you know wrestlemania like the the three months leading into wrestlemania and then maybe a month before SummerSlam. but after that i'm out so um I, i feel like it's probably a little bit later than that for me like i understand the product did take a little dip like especially after Shawn michaels retired when triple h was um kind of pulled away from being full time I don't I know this is kind of weird to hear, but I feel like wrestling took a big step back as soon as John Cena stepped away. And I don't I don't know how how much of that was related to Cena, blah blah blah. We we could talk about wh- what he was doing, what he wasn't doing, but I feel like when Cena stepped away from being full-time, which was um about a year before COVID, it it just kind of seemed like the everybody was gone except for Randy Orton. Like we did this in our first episode, like who got you into wrestling, but everybody that was that got us into this was gone. And it's, I mean, they've tried, you know, there's been a couple compelling storylines on raw in the last couple of years. I mean, you, but like you mentioned with COVID, it just completely shattered it. The Drew McIntyre thing. He was red hot, red hot. There was nothing better going in anything, any sport. I would almost say there was no storyline going better. And then, covid ends drew's run and then it was uh it, it just sucks man the, the the whole the whole product's gone um raw has been pretty horrible for a long time smackdown did get really good for a little while on the first draft when uh ambrose aj styles uh when those guys all went to smackdown smackdown live if you remember that yeah. that day like when it first started when shane mcmahon was running it like that shit was good it was it was yeah. a good product it was solid it was solid product and then uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened from there. But Dan, you mentioned uh, you used the words "cooked online," and I want to know how much of how much of the blame for wrestling being kind of stale goes on social media, in your opinion. I mean, obviously, social media now is like the driving force. You, you 
when you wake up in the morning, I guarantee you most of you guys go on Facebook and see what happened overnight while you were sleeping. I know I do when I wake up and I get all my news and everything. That's how I was able, I don't have to watch raw every single Monday. I have Facebook, Twitter for that. They give me like the key points. And then I read, I read legitimate articles I read and I, and then I'll go watch whatever match they critiqued. I'll develop my own opinion. And a lot of the times these guys are correct on, you know, the writing sucks. It's awful. SmackDown, Kyle, I 100% agree with you. I actually started watching beginning to end SmackDowns now because I, I love the Roman Reigns storyline. I love their talent on that show. And I love the, the structure of that show. And I, I'm always going to love NXT. I, st- I, st- I still think NXT is the best WWE product there is right now. Easily. You, I'll, I'll debate anyone to, you know, I'm out of breath. I can give but, them that nod now. Yeah. But... Probably the but best yeah. wrestling product, but that's a different conversation. But um, I it's it's social media is a driving force. You find everything out first on social media, and people develop their opinions through social media. Whether it's it's the election, um, you know whose team's better than whose team, uh, or even wrestling, who's the best wrestler, and you know maybe down in the future with this podcast, we'll, we'll we're gonna break down that top fifty tag teams list, and that was thrown out there on social media and then used for everyone's interpretation. So yeah, social media is going to be the kind of like the, you're building the base of an opinion and then you have to build up your own opinion and then you build everything up like that, like a thesis. You go ahead. Um, I don't know, man. Social media to me has killed wrestling. It, it, it killed it. Cause I mean, I, I agree with Dan to me wrestling as a whole to me started around like 2010 2011 it just got bad it it was it was bad no matter what show you were watching because raw and smackdown were just they were stale they were stale you had i think punk was still coming up on like the rise of his whole championship reign at the time tna had been taken over by ditzy carter and run to the fucking ground you didn't have the freshness of AW. New Japan isn't a thing that's watched over here, really, unless you watch it online because you know where to find it. So it's like, where do you turn? You know, we're used to the Attitude Era, and now we're getting PG-rated product. And you can only do so much on a PG show. You can only get away with so much. You can't say a lot of things. You have to... Well, place your trying to think of the word i'm trying to say <laughs> but listen i mean the, the we, we've had the conversation about the pg world a couple times and we had justin overstreet on here a couple weeks ago um which by the way we got some big shit in the works um i don't want to tease it yet but we have some pretty big stuff in the works too late you're teasing it <laughs> yeah i'm Teaser. teasing it i'm teasing it Teaser. i can't I, we can't name drop yet but we got some big shit in the works but yeah. um but when we had him on here a couple weeks ago you know the pg product you sell to adults you're selling one to two tickets you sell to you make the kids love it you're selling four tickets four, every time selling and then, four to six and you're selling that ticket for the next 20 to 30 years and i mean it's it's unfortunately it's a brilliant approach oh it's brilliant you drag them in you reel them in as a kid and then you just disappoint them as an adult how many kids really but i mean you know i i um AEW is very edgy content. It's very edgy, and it's. I think that's the one thing, the only thing that I like about AEW is that it gives you that that edginess that WWE doesn't give you. But how many kids do you see at these AEW shows? No, and, and it's it, adults. There's, and there's not. There's never kids there. It's there's some that their parents drag them there, but it's not. They're not in the crowds. There's not a John Cena. There's not a Roman Reigns there that these kids can get behind. And that's. The, I think that that's your PG argument there, and it's. Um. To go back to yeah, social media. Well, that's, oh, that's go ahead. W, that's what WWE did. WWE portrayed these guys as like a Superman, a Batman, you know, these, these, these superheroes. Yeah. While AEW is just like, we have a collection of wrestlers, not sports entertainers. We have wrestlers. The most we're talented gonna superstars in the world. We're going to put him, we're going to put them on one show and we're not going to, we're not going to wow you with like, oh my God, like he's going to be my superhero. We're going to wow you with the moves that these guys can do the length that these guys can go in a match and we're going to deliver the, the more exciting product similar to NXT. There's no kids at an NXT show. 
It's true. It's, it's the exact no, same thing. NXT and AEW are the exact same thing. It's borderline yeah. indie wrestling before you get called up to the big time. That's exactly yeah. what AEW and NXT are. And that's why those two guys, that's why those two are the best products. And I'm going to sidetrack here for a second. And that, that is exactly why I think college football is better than the NFL because these kids actually try hard to get to the very next level. And that's exactly why we get a better <laughs> product by college football than the NFL because we have the kids who are trying hard. Yeah, they put on the best show possible rather than the NFL. We're like, I'm getting paid. Fuck it. You know, I'm just I'm not going to try. And that's what that's what's going on in WWE. Roman Reigns doesn't have to show up. He's he's a, if he's not the champion, he's not going to show up like that. But like if you have a if you have a guy like Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, who just put on a spectacular match last week, these guys who are trying to make themselves the name of WWE. You're going to see the difference in these, you know, quote unquote, tryhards, which I truly appreciate rather than the established guy. No, yeah, one hundred percent. I'm I'm not arguing with that logic per se, but I'm just I'm I'm trying to put a little bit of a spotlight on why the PG product is it works. But to kind of go back to social media, I it feel only like works. I'm sorry to cut you off. It only works for the people that buy the ticket, which is great. It's revenue, but you're talking about maybe what a, a standard arena in the U.S. holds fifty thousand people to maybe the one point nine, maybe the not not, not even one point nine million. We'll, we'll we'll ballpark it to the seven hundred thousand people that a are not going to travel to that show and b are just going to watch it at home. Right. I would rather cater to the. I'll give you a good show if you pay for the ticket. But best believe, if you're going to be sitting on your ass eating popcorn with another 800,000 people, I'm also going to deliver you a good show. So right. you're going to want to come, regardless of, you know, PG or I'm going to hit you with a trash can. You're going to lose a pint of blood. Right, right, right. right. No, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, going back to social media, um, I think a big problem with wrestling today is the fans. I think that um, online, social media, Twitter, Facebook, well, especially Twitter, because that's, as you guys know, that's where wrestling happens. Oh, yeah. Um pre-bitching is what i've labeled this as and people get on there all the time and scott's been guilty of this a couple oh, times very. and i've had to i've had to wind him back a little bit and um it, it's it's like people get on there and they they bitch about something that hasn't even happened yet like though i think uh the result of the royal rumble this year was the rumors were randy orton was going to win it right that was those yeah were, those was. those were the uh those were <laughs> the big rumors that randy orton was going to win the royal rumble and i was like Everybody slow the fuck down. Like that's not going to happen. Like, cause the, the, I guess the, the original plan was to set up Orton versus edge for the title, blah, 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 blah. Obviously edge ended up winning it. Nobody really saw that coming. No, that was the one person that nobody had guessed, but oh, yeah. I think that that, that affects um, what I, what they call long-term booking. There's no long-term booking these days. And I think that that's just because people don't, people aren't patient. People get online and they start bitching about something before it, before it can happen. Um, you had the no finish at Hell in a Cell back when it was Wyatt versus Rollins, and people hated that. People that match was awful. It was awful. It was awful, but it did tell a good story, and the story ended up being perfectly written later on. But, it did. But people, I don't know. I mean, I I, I, mean, I would have been pissed being aspect, in attendance, but on that one for like pre bitchiness, I can agree to that one. You can complain about what just happened, not even like kind of foreshadowing what's going to happen. But pre-bitching about a rumor, that's, yeah, that's out of line. Right. I'd rather see it happen because, I, I, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll, I complained about that match. That's, that's, that's Seth Rollins-Bray Wyatt match. I complained. The well, you complained about that. the match, but you can't it already happened. I can. Yeah, but, like, at the same time, too, it's like you, you want that compelling storyline, but, like, you're not getting it there. Well, it you're goes back to it. what he said you're about not getting long-term, it there. long-term booking. It all comes down to long-term booking. I mean, he's, yeah, but he's like, not you can lying. Critique, but you can critique what just happened. You can't critique a rumor that Randy Orton's going to win the Royal Rumble. Well, yeah, that's just like that. You're just you're you're just reading a stupid rumor. I, I could, dude, I, I could make a rumor up saying that uh, the AJ Styles is going to win the next Royal Rumble, and people are going to find a way to bitch about it. I'm like, how about you just let it happen? If AJ Styles wins the Royal Rumble, you have every open reason, regardless of what their plan is for WrestleMania. You have every open reason to critique that. Don't critique a rumor. Critique what just happened. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, that's a fair assessment. But over critiquing is, I mean, that's a big. Yeah, there's a little. Maybe. There's like the difference between like actually critiquing and then just going on a full on paragraph rant on why you hate it. And it's like me and Bret Hart. We know, we know. <laughs> um, no, I want to go back to the long term booking, like really quick, because I mean, it, it really is true, and I think the reason why there's no long term booking anymore is because in like a day. 
in the day. In today's age, if you go and you get on Netflix and you watch a Netflix original series, what can you do? Like, what can you do with that show? Let's say a new series drops today and you get a whole entire series. You binge watch it. Binge watch it. Right. You can watch the whole entire thing from start to finish. It's not like, you know, watching like, you know, Loki or any other, you know, shows right now where you have to wait on a weekly episode. People get so impatient. I'm so fucking on the fence about that. Which one? Because I, <laughs> I know I, we're not, we're not going yeah, to get into that. I'm just saying, you know, you have all these social, I'm not social media, all these streaming networks now where you can watch your whole entire show in on your day off. So, of course, you know, you're sitting there and you want, you know, these wrestlers to have a good story, but 95% of the people are not wanting to wait three months to see the ending result because we're not we're not used to it anymore. Right. We're so spoiled with being able just to finish it when we want that, to me, that's what leads to people bitching about, you know, oh, this happened this week or, oh, I thought this is going to happen, you know, next week, you know pre-bitching it's like dude just just let it fucking happen well it's like the omega um kenny omega god who did he just feud with jungle boy jungle boy he beat jungle boy and it wasn't clean right yeah but everybody's online bitching that they don't that they won't let kenny omega go over clean and it's like dude because that's what not what fucking heels do no well those are the uneducated wrestling fans yeah, but that's that's a large assessment. I let I let those guys I let those guys bitch without complaining, or I, I let those guys bitch without me commenting, complaining because I'm just gonna make you look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just rather I rather you save your face than me just tear you a new one. <laughs> but you know well, one thing with booking too, I'm gonna I'm very overly critical of this with WWE. It is the same five guys competing for the title every yep. single goddamn time. Yeah. At least AEW changes it up every week or so. You have, you know, you had Jungle Boy, Penta. Uh, you know, now it's looking like it's going to be Adam, Adam Hangman Page at Fight for the Fallen. Like it, it changes been up. It changes up every, you know, I, few weeks. Rather than WWE, it's McIntyre, Lashley, Lashley, KO, Reigns, Reigns, KO, yep. Randy Orton. I will say SmackDown's doing a pretty good job. Like you had like Brian Cesaro, you know, you had some different faces come in, but like prior to that, it was like, oh guys, next week it's Roman Reigns versus KO twenty five for the same title, and yeah. the same result's gonna happen. It's, it's uh, the same people, and I there needs to be variety. You have a whole crop of guys in NXT who are ready to move up, but what what happens to the guys in NXT when they move up? They're buried. Yeah, but all right, so. He- to, to uh, add on to what you just said about, you know, the, the same guys. So I think especially with the last year and a half, it I'm not going to say it had to be because there was the choice. But when it came down to it, it really, it had to be just the same couple of guys fighting because every company, especially WWE, was, you know, if you don't want to come to work during this COVID era, you don't have to. Right. So, you know, it's like you only had shit, eight people who might have showed up, you know, so it's like hopefully through, you know, getting into this after COVID lifestyle now, I'm I'm hoping that we can get some new rivalries definitely on Raw Dude, for one. Pre, Pre-COVID, it was the same. And you're guys. right. You are right, though. You are right. It was. I, I'm hoping Lesnar. after. But what's the problem with that if they're the best five in the business? want variety you don't want to see the same match the 15th time yeah but who, no but who i don't want to watch see ricochet versus brock lesnar yeah no but like you 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 would book that properly you wouldn't put him again like obviously no one wants to see brock versus kofi we knew what we knew what was going to happen well right? yeah <laughs> but you right. want to change it up you you want you want like a new face you kind of want to put you want you want someone to get a taste of that pedestal they may lose but now that they got a taste of the pedestal, they're going to work harder and master their craft to become a better wrestler, and that's how you get a better product. But that comes back to your fan bitching stuff here. Um, they did that. They gave the fans what they wanted, and they gave a hardworking superstar his his comeuppance with Seth Rollins, and the fans just completely cool, turned. Which was which was great. Yeah, that cash in, that it was cash it was incredible, amazing. 
it was it was incredible. But two months later, they're done. They don't want it anymore. They're very, over it. Very true. This well, guy that those are just those are just the you know like I said those fans are just kind of like those fans kind of always I I I see those fans as like like a like a wash cycle. Like there's people, <laughs> there's people out there that just they're they're done, they're tired. There's I just want to clean this up and move forward. Right. Like, yeah. I got what I wanted. It's like it's like it's it's like it's like a little they're like little kids at a toy with a toy. Like look, I got like I got this brand new toy. I'm gonna play with it for the next like month and a half or so. But you know what? Ah, there's there's a nicer looking toy out now. I want that one now. You can't you can't be spoiled. We we gave you what you want. We're gonna show you what it looks like. And you just have to deal with it because this is what you wanted. Everyone wanted Kofi as a champion. It, it was great. Unfortunately, you know, it ended like shit. It did. But the title, but like, I mean. That, those are just those type of fans. They have like a very low kind of like, I don't know. I I, I don't want to, I'm trying to word it properly. They just have a low appreciation level of the talent that is in WWE or in, in every other company. Like they have a really low appreciation of it. And it sucks because. Once again, we, we go back to the beginning. We're now social media. This person that just critiqued this champion is going to get a large following by just saying, I'm done with this title reign. I'm done with this. You know, like we want this guy. Now I want this guy. Like everyone wanted Cesaro as a champion. And it made Cesaro better. It really did. It brought, Cesaro was great already, but like giving him like a taste of that pedestal. Like, oh, it was you, great. You bought in. You bought into like how great he was doing. And that's what I'm saying. If you give these guys maybe a taste of what the top of the mountain looks like, you may get you're you're gonna get a lot. You're gonna get a lot better talent, which will make writing way easier than what it is now. Yes, but okay. So let me ask you guys this, because maybe this is just me. I think in some cases it also just lacks realism. You know, like we bounce back and forth between the same four or five guys being champion right now. But those same four or five guys are six foot five, 280 pounds, if not more. You know, it's like it's hard to want to put the world title, you know, the whole entire company basically on the shoulders of somebody who's, you know, 5'11, 5'10, right. 180 pounds or 210. You know, it's like, how do you, to me, that, that applies, you know, the size of whoever you are decides how far you really you get especially in wwe where you know it's always been mostly in WWE, most mostly yeah. in wwe not always but mostly it's always been like a big guy type of world well it's the world heavyweight championship yeah but like that's the thing you know that to me that's why we don't see a lot of you know you don't see ricochet as champion we saw kofi didn't last very long we had daniel bryan still didn't last very long i mean seth Rollins. but we have yeah but then yeah. we have brock lesnar who was champion for like over two years and never fucking showed up. <laughs> I you know um, it, that, it, goes, it goes back. It goes back to that point I made where like he's paid. He doesn't have to show up. I, I love Brock Lesnar. I I'm just, <laughs> I'm just terrible. letting you know, like uh, my, 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 my thought on Brock Lesnar is uh, like one, one complaint that people always have is that they, uh, is that wrestling doesn't feel real enough. Like you want it to feel real. Brock Lesnar should be champion. Yeah. He comes in, he, Beats the shit out of you uh, for you about want, three if minutes. You really, if you want realism, watch Brock Lesnar versus John Cena at Extreme Rules if you want a real fight. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah this exactly. first match back. You want to see a real Which fight? He watch, lost. Watch, watch how brutal that match is. Yeah. I thought that was crazy. He came back and lost. I might watch that now when we get off the air here. Right. That that's a hell of a match. I got I got one more question. Just one more question right, to, to cool. end the social media thing. You know, I want I have a speed round thing that I want to do because we're coming up on time too. All but right. Sorry, Dan. I know I know this is like your your show, but I, I when I thought of this earlier, I I thought of something that no, I oh dude, to trust do. me, man. I'm not. Feel free. Let's let's keep it rolling here. I got one. I just one more question for the social media. Thing, okay. The purpose of it. If you think social media got as popular as it is now, back in the day where kayfabe was still alive. Do you think wrestling would be a lot better than it is now? No, hell no. The attitude, so? the, the attitude era does not make it through social media. You don't think no. so? No, no. I'm not talking. No, no, no. I'm no. talking social media. I'm not talking like all the cancel cancel but culture you know, shit you know, on I'm, social media. Period. Oh, I'm talking oh, yeah, about cancel, cancel culture. It. It'd, be, it'd be awful. It'd be awful. You, all those bra and panty matches. That just that wouldn't fly. Well, yeah. I'm not well, talking about that though. Well, I'm talking about not, just social media. So not cancel culture. It still doesn't make it because I mean. One one of the problems that Dan just brought up is that it's the same five guys feuding for the title. You really want it bad? That's Attitude Era. 
like that's that. fair, but like, and there's only there's only also... four people. There's only four people in the Attitude Era contending for the title. That no five: yeah. Jericho, Undertaker, Rock, Triple H, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Jericho was only like twice. No, no, I mean, yeah. I, my thing Jericho is like, was always I the also think, now. Go ahead. I also think the twenty four seven championship though would benefit tremendously. Or back in the day, the Hardcore Championship. Right. You know, you're sitting there and. All of a sudden, you know, you did a notification. WWE's live. You click on it, and somebody beating the piss out of somebody for the hardcore championship. Right. I'm not saying it would have helped it completely, because no, you're, it, social media is a death note. It is. But I do think it. I think it could have made it a little bit better, just I, in that aspect. I just don't think with. I don't know. Seeing the way they shit on Cena, seeing the way they shit on the workhorses, the the Cenas, the Reigns, is the the guys that are they do the same shit every week i just don't i don't think so i don't think stone cold is as big as he is with social media like if, if social media is a thing while well, stone cold's coming that's up. fair all right that's fair all right Kyle, i need you to spit it right now man speed round all right speed round so it's a you know spit a couple ideas out don't okay. go too long-winded with them but we're gonna fix all four wrestling shows on the base of one or two ideas what's okay. your criteria now, Okay, so I mean, like you, like okay, so you have the opportunity. You are put in the position, Dan. I need you to fix Monday Night Raw. Give me one to two things Jesus that Christ. can completely, that can completely fix Monday Night Raw. I'll give you mine. I'll give you my two things, and okay, it'll kind of give you a basis. Okay. My two things to fix Monday Night Raw. Let's go, but we're going back to two hours, yep. and we are adding a second mid mid card title because Raw has a huge roster. I actually have three things for Raw. I know it's, Raw has a huge roster. They need to utilize it more. And I want new Lesnar feuds. I want Lesnar back. I want new feuds. I want Lesnar. I want Lesnar Lashley. I want Lesnar Ricochet. Maybe give it to me. Give it to me. Whatever. Give me. Uh. Give me Lesnar Rollins. Give me. You know. Just, give me Lesnar versus Keith Lee. There you go. I mean, just there's all kinds of possibilities. But I Lesnar brings ratings. Fit that. There you go. I fixed Raw. Like that. That's kind of what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, for me, I, I would, I honestly did think about changing the time. I would say go to, I would say go from nine to 11, not eight to 10. I like that nine to 11 range was always great. Cause you got like that late night action. Yeah. And I think, I think cable networks would be like, ah, oh, you can get a little bit more edgier past this time because our demographic in ages goes up. So you could probably get away with a few things if we do that. So I would say from like that 10 to 11, Range of Raw is just that nonstop action. Like you know, there's there's blood back in wrestling. I I would I would I would definitely bring back like a hardcore title type thing. Um, another thing I would definitely do. I, it's hard, man, because there's so much I want to do for Raw. I know the nine eleven <laughs> spot's great. Um, I would honestly say the the hell with you know. I, I I would give I would, I would go, I would look at each match and say, don't script your moves. I would go to each match. I'll tell them you have 25 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever time it is. You have 20 minutes. You have to win. You guys do everything. You guys just do all your moves. Don't, try not to script your moves. Try not to make it look like like you're acting or sports entertainment. Just go in there, brawl it out for 20 to 25 minutes. But so and so needs to win. That's it. All Scott. Right. I, I just I have three. Okay, we're all on the same page. Number one, we bust about down to two hours. Three yep. hours is just way too. Damn I think that's pretty unique. It's way too damn. Long. That third hour is hard. It's hard. It's actually um, the second hour that's hard. Yeah, just then you know you still have to stick around for the third. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So drop the time for one. Uh. Number two to me, drop the women's title. Just go back to having one women's title. And reason their their roster is just not that big. Right. You have the same three women on each show. Just trading it off basically right now drop it back down to one let them compete on both shows that that's me um and number three promos go back into the ring there are so many backstage promos or just like cutaway scenes like you know uh wow funhouse yeah you know you have all these cutaway scenes when back in the day you cut a promo where were you at you were in, in the, the middle of the ring and you were shit talking I that that's my three for all. I like that. I like that. I like that. All right, so let's go to NXT next because we're kind of just going in order of the days of the week here. 
Um, so fixing NXT, I don't, I don't really think much needs to change for NXT. My biggest thing for NXT though would be to add some legitimacy to that brand. Make it a third brand. Drop me a Seth Rollins down there in the draft. Drop me a Kevin Owens down there in the draft. Get you, like they did it with Finn Balor, and but he's been kind of in and out, in and out with injury issues. But give me a big name on NXT that's been there before. You could you could drop a Kevin Owens, a Seth Rollins, um, somebody, but somebody to legitimize that brand that's going to make people go, oh shit, I need to watch NXT on Tuesday night. And that 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 would be my only thing that NXT needs to do because the product's incredible. Yeah, um, I have a f- um, definitely definitely keep the talent they have. I think they need to they need to push the NXT Cruiserweight title a little bit more. You have some mm. incredible talent in that division that they absorbed from 205 Live. I think that needs to be pushed a little bit more because those guys are freaking insane. Yeah, they're incredible. Um, and then I would say capitalize on all your feuds. Don't end them after like a month or two like the Kyle O'Reilly Adam Cole feud I like what they're doing it's like it's extending a little bit further yeah it was like a little mini feud between like uh you know when KO came back at war games to go up against you know um Undisputed Era that could have been an extended storyline between KO and Adam Cole you get probably two like two of the young guns going at it give me that match and it was over give me that match well, they sometimes NXT ends their feuds a little too soon. I would, if it's like, if it's something that's putting asses in seats, just keep it going for a little bit. Put them on like three NXT takeovers, make the third NXT takeover, the rubber match, the be all and end all. Cause right now to me, I, I think the, the best rivalry they ever pushed was Cole and Gargano. Absolutely. Yeah. Gar- Champa or Champa and Gargano was mine. Not Cole I, and Gargano. I, I have, I have Cole and Gargano. Slightly oh. ahead of that one, oh. but um, but just use that as the use that as your as your building point. Model it after that one. I I don't I don't see I honestly don't know what I would change about NXT. Like, I, I, it really is to me. Like, and I I give all credit to Triple H. The man was a wrestler for years and years and years and years, and he's utilized that now to make a product that we want to watch. So I don't I don't know what I would change. They still, you know, they they have like a staple match. They have war games. You have a solid, just pure solid roster. Um, I guess maybe one, and that's just because after watching this this NXT, don't ever give me a nine minute rap intro again. <laughs> that was fucking horrible. I guess maybe that's it. That's it for me. That's it for NXT. Don't fucking do that again. <laughs> that was that was pretty rough. It was got cringy. Um, all right, fixing AEW. Um, I really, I literally only have two things to fix AEW. Um, you got to get a second show because right now it's a fucking disaster. It's a, it's, it's, um, it's, it's coming in, it's coming in August. Yeah, I know, but you, you, so I mean that there's your beginning. So you got to get your second show, and AEW needs to focus on AEW. They need to shut the fuck up about Raw. They need to shut the fuck up about WWE as a whole, and they need to do their own thing because nobody knows or cares about Eddie Kingston. I mean that that's just what they need. That they need to do <laughs> their own thing because that's why I can't watch because it's it's it gets fucking old. I so that would be my fix on AEW. Focus on you and do your second show. Loaded roster. Loaded roster. Too loaded. I'll go next because I want Dan to go last because it's his that's his show. Yeah, he looks upset with me. <laughs> he's, coming, <laughs> he's coming after you for the Eddie. Um, to me, I guess I like Eddie Kingston. I'm just throwing that out there one more time. Go I ahead. will agree. I just the WWE just dropping needs to just stop at this point. Like you guys have been there for two years. Just do your thing, man. Don't talk about it. Just don't talk about it. Be about it. Yeah. Beat the shit out of WWE. Give me something to switch sides for. Um, to me, the, two things. Two things. No wrestler should be able to have any type of control over what the fuck happens on the show. And I and I mean, I credit that back to WWE. Shouldn't have that. Obviously, we saw what happened when WCW let that happen. And right now, I feel like it's happening a little bit with AEW. I don't like that Cody Rhodes has such a big hand in what happens. I get, you know, he is a wrestler, but take the Triple H standpoint then. Don't wrestle. 
just have the wrestling show. So that, and then to me, we, I, I love stables. I do. <laughs> I love stables. I love factions. We don't need 14 of them. Yes, we have two big ones, which I think if they had just the two ones that we all focus on right now, perfect. Pinnacle and inner circle. Perfect. I love them. Perfect rivalry. Perfect faction rivalry. Everything. Wardlow and Swagger. Or, well, what, Hager? Yeah, Hager, not Swagger. My bad. Yeah, and, they, and they're all, both of, those, both of those factions are fucking loaded with the talent that AEW has, too. So to me, that's perfect. And it also doesn't involve the World Heavyweight Championship. Like it gives you something other than the title, you know, like the title story. Other than that, you still have something else to look forward to watching. So th that's that's my fix for AW. And Dan, go ahead and tell me how you wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> I want Cody well, Rhodes to take his pants off on national television. <laughs> well, the Cody Rhodes thing I don't agree with. You know, the guy founded the damn company. He can do whatever the hell he wants with it. Um, well, he he could do whatever he wants with it. He he found investors that really want to buy into a wrestling company, yeah. and it, it's it's his it's his thing. It's not the Triple H thing. He he really is like the founding guy of AEW. So that that one's fine. Um, the factions, uh, the factions, I agree with. The factions kind of need to go. I get why they did them. They put like if you notice some of the factions, they put like really savvy veteran guys mixed in with the young ones kind of put a mentor in with these young ones. And then eventually when the faction breaks up, they hopefully these young guys absorb all that knowledge from the older guys and they can just put on the best product that they can possibly do. Um, for AEW to fix them, they need to update their technology a little bit. They need to update, you know, some of like the pyro, obviously the, the popcorn fart of that barbed wire match. with. <laughs> uh, I think that that'll come with time. Moxley and Omega, yeah, but like I said, you have Tony Khan as a billionaire. You don't think he could have spent the extra money for an actual an actual explosion? <laughs> that's, that's fair. Um, <laughs> just that TNT off on that motherfucker. Technology, they need to update like the the camera angles. Kind of give away like that illusion of like you know when Jericho got thrown off the cage, it kind of gave away that illusion like oh shit, like he he Heart went got through, hurt. He went through the stage. Yeah, like it, it kind of gave away that illusion. Um. I will say that's one that, thing that WWE does well. Sorry to cut you off, but that when he threw Dominic out of the ring, you know damn well that boy didn't crash to the floor. <laughs> yeah, no, they they gave that illusion like, holy crap, like this guy just like this guy might Murder. be dead. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one, that's one thing W that's one thing AEW needs to do. They need to kind of present that illusion of oh my god, like he just got thrown off the cage. Like, oh my god, that ring really just exploded. Like they need to give like that the the viewer at home that illusion like oh shit that just really happened. Oh yeah, I mean there instead are of, instead of them trying to bring everyone in on the illusion, just keep the illusion out. You know, to the people who are there. I because obviously if you're in the stadium, you can clearly see that like <laughs> there, there's there's shit on the floor. Oh yeah, I, have... I, I, we've all been to constant wrestling events where there's a spot and you you see it, you're looking right at it. Right. Yeah, but five thousand well, um, people seeing it versus eight hundred thousand seeing it. Like earlier, hundreds yeah. of thousands seen it. Um, that's pretty much it, honestly. I don't. There's AEW's got the, they got the better product. They got the they edgy, have the better rest. They have the better. They got the edgy. They got the edgy product. They got the better wrestlers. They just they have they have the pieces there, and now it's just how do you utilize it. That's that's fair. That's I, I will I will mention this on the production thing. Scott and I went to um, an AEW show when they were very young. It was before Moxley even debuted. I think it was the month before Moxley debuted. Um, it was in July of 2019. We went and um, and the production was absolutely awful. And they have come a long way. Since they have then. come a long way. It, we, like, were, we were halfway during a match and someone's entrance music went off. Yeah, like it was <laughs> it was rough, man. It was rough, but they've come a very long way. So kudos to them for that. And last but not least, let's fix Friday Night SmackDown. So, oh, I want to go first. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh God, don't you take mine because we've, no. we've talked about this. No, I honestly, I have like I have. I only have one for. SmackDown. I say I have one thing for SmackDown. Really, what you got? I think WWE needs to officially make that their flagship program. Mm. Take no. take it off. Take it off. Of, no, I'm serious, man. No. Take it off a of Raw. Just and let me explain. 
during the 90s, going up through the 90s and all the way through the early 2000s, Raw was the flagship show. But you also got to think, Raw was the only show for a long time. Right. So you had that just constant viewer, you know, you had those little fans who were always going to turn into Monday Night Raw. But SmackDown came along, and they put asses in that fucking roster, especially the beginning. I mean, they loaded it up. The Rock, Taker, Triple H, everybody. I mean, everyone just fucked no, over to SmackDown. There was no brand split. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, there wasn't no brand split either, too. Now, that's fair. But to me, it to me, it looks like a flagship program more than Raw does now. Just the way they do, just the lightings, the stories, it it just, it looks more, it's more engaged versus, like, I don't see as many backstage programs on SmackDown as I do Raw. Well, and one thing SmackDown has is they have the flagship superstar. They do. They have Reigns. I mean, and that's... And you, mean, you can try to build Bobby Lashley as it, but Bobby Lashley was also in WWE in 2006. Like, we know him. And now we're finally, for some reason, everyone's on the same page. That like we can tolerate this version of Reigns because he's play, he's playing it so well. So I mean that to me that's the one thing I would change. I would make it its flagship program and run with it and see how it would go. Dan, what would you do? SmackDown is SmackDown's tricky because I think their product is gonna be the way it is. They're gonna always be. They're always going to be the little brother to Monday Night Raw. I hear your point. You made a lot of good points, but it's always going to be the little brother of WWE. Not the, it's, or I should say middle because now NXT is like the baby. That's fair. But compared to Raw, it's going to be the little brother. It's like the, you know, it's like, it's like in baseball, Yankees, Mets. The Yankees are always going to be the older brother. Right. Because they've had the better moments. They've had the, you know, the longer, they've had the, they got the, the championships. Um, the longevity is what I'm looking longevity, for. They had the, yeah. They've had the longevity. You're never going to take away flagship from because you'll have to change everything. You'll have to put SmackDown on a different night because I'll be honest with you guys. It's, you know, I'm, I'm not going to watch wrestling on a Friday night. I'm sorry. I'm going to watch. No, I mean, and that's fair. Friday night's a bad at night. My, at, my, at my age, I'm not going to watch Friday something on a Friday night. I'm going to go out on a go Friday and do night. do something. Yeah. You're going to have to just repackage everything. You're going to have to probably move it up to Thursday, which they probably don't want to do. And well, they did that for a while. Yes, they've done it before. And they, SmackDown's went on almost every day. <laughs> you, can, you, you can, you can, you can say like, "Hey, this is our better show," and keep on a Friday. But you're gonna have to really like push that. Like, you're gonna really have to like make Monday nights. Your just take a bunch of like a talent, move it to SmackDown, give them some like a little bit of like crap on Raw, and then just let it let it ride. It's 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 hard. It really is difficult to make SmackDown the and I love SmackDown. I grew up watching it more than Raw. I thought SmackDown and to the casual viewer, SmackDown is the better product than Raw. But I'm gonna watch Raw on a Monday night before I watch SmackDown on a Friday. Friday. Night. So your thing is just like repackaging just would be too hard. It's just that's so time consuming and like you already. You know, you know uh, the TV the, the TV networks have already plugged in so much money to Monday Night Raw itself that it's just like that's you're gonna, WWE will take such a massive profit loss that that's just not the only thing I will do is I will say to change SmackDown move it back to Thursday from eight to ten move it back to Thursday no one's gonna watch wrestling at my age and obviously it's not pertaining to my age it's for kids kids on uh, school night. You know, mom and dad will let you watch a little extra TV on a Friday night. Yeah, that's perfect for SmackDown. But if you really want to fix SmackDown, move it up to Thursday again. Bring the fist back. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I actually think those are all good points. I I mean, it is the flagship show now, but they're not acknowledging it as so. Yeah. Um, but well, it, I mean, it's the flagship show. Yeah. <laughs> Acknowledge me. Acknowledge me. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. I'm Scott. Scott and I literally talked about this, and that's why when he said he wanted to go first, I was a little worried that he was going to take this. And I, I don't know if you know where I'm going with this right now. I honestly <laughs> don't, and that kind of scares me. Roman Reigns won the Universal Championship uh, in September of 2020. I want Roman Reigns to hold that championship until September of 2022. Ro like, you have to have that champion yeah. 
You got to give me like the last time Raw was good was when CM Punk was champion for 435 days or 434 days. He he just sent everybody down. Give me that. Give me two years of heel Roman just knocking everybody off. Cena comes back at SummerSlam. He knocks off Cena. Give me the the Rock comes back at WrestleMania. He knocks off the fucking Rock. Like, and this is just literally like Roman goes two years of just knocking down everybody. We've already seen him knock down Cesaro, Daniel Bryan. We've seen him knock down Kevin Owens. We've seen him knock down his own cousins. Like, just give me, give me more of that. Give me, give me that powerhouse champion that makes you watch and you're like, dude, somebody's got to beat this dude. But who would you have beat him to where it's, who would you have beat him to where it would be accepted? Um, Probably like an AJ Styles or a Seth Rollins in a couple years. Or a like, returning Shawn Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I, I, I things could fall in the right way. I don't, I don't see, um, I don't Dude, see what my, a debut, what a debut for Adam Cole to challenge Roman Reigns and he beats Roman Reigns. See, there or you that. go, or something like that. Or I mean, you know, you could end up in a couple of years. John Moxley's back in the WWE. I, I really think that that's gonna happen. Nah. Yeah, I think that one's gonna happen. I think it will, but, but it won't happen nah. for a while. It won't. Yeah. It won't happen until he has full creative control of his character, kind of like what Doug did for Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens has full creative control of himself and what he says on the mic until yeah, but, they offer until they offer John Moxley or Dean Ambrose that he's never coming back. And yeah, but look that, how much look that, how much they use. He has Owens. said that before on many interviews that that's the reason why he left WWE. <clears throat> oh no, they made him a fool. That's that's fair. It's a fair argument too. Yeah. Yeah, his no, character is better now on the indie scene than it is in a controlled environment like WWE. But I have that one. I have a longer. Give me, give me that heel title reign for a long time. I mean, it just he just keeps knocking dudes off until that that one big storyline. It you could do it at WrestleMania in uh, in LA, or you could do it at SummerSlam in a couple of years. But Roman just runs through everybody, and then eventually that one superstar gets over as hell. Maybe it's Big E. Maybe it's like finally Big E's time. Maybe it's somebody we haven't even seen. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's somebody we haven't seen. Maybe it's um. I mean, who's what do you got? Maybe it's Johnny Gargano. Maybe it's Tom Tommaso Ciampa. But we'll we'll see. We'll see, man. Uh, That that's kind of my thought on that. And I want to capitalize on what you guys said. And let's move it off of Friday night because that's my biggest issue. I can't I can't do anything on a Friday night. I'm a I'm a father with a kid and a wife. And if I'm off on Friday nights working in the restaurant industry, I'm spending time with my family. Friday night's rough. It's rough. It's rough it's a, to watch it. That's a rough night. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank God the uh, thank God the Lightning won the Stanley Cup last night because I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch it on a Friday night if they would have went to Game Six. So, it's Scott, you want to? Yeah, I would still. I know I would still watch it, but it's going to be tougher, you know. Yeah. So, Scott, uh, if you guys don't have anything else, we can let Scott send us out of here. Dan, you got anything? I am good, Scott. Send us home. All right, guys. Well, thank you all very much again for watching the latest episode of Right On Squared Circle. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the fun stuff. Facebook's going to be Right On Network or Right On Squared Circle, two different pages. Follow them both. Be interactive with us. Please comment. Tell us how much you either love the show, hate the show, ideas, your comments on what we talked about today but follow us on facebook follow us on instagram and twitter right on sq sqc right on sqc and we will see y'all back here next week you know it bro